Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam, a podcast about navigating adolescence without losing our minds. Each week, I guide you around the teenage landmines with practical tips, simple solutions, and words of encouragement. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. Let's get on with the show. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. I'm your host, Dr. Cam, and today I'm so excited to have Todd Avery, who is a professional driving coach. And I don't know about you guys, but I have a 15-year-old that's already claiming um, that the family car is hers and getting nervous. So I'm excited to talk to you, Todd, because I need a lot of advice and help and the need to calm down because I'm already starting to panic a little. So welcome. Thank you for jumping on and joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. And uh, and yeah, just so you know, Doc, you're going through the same emotions that every other parent goes through, <laughs> realizing, oh my God, my kid's 15. They're going to be turning 16. What am I going to do? Last time I looked at them, they were this big. Now I'm looking at them next to me. They're driving. What am I going to do? So I'll be able to help you. I can help your audience. I can help the parents. I can help the students, the kids. I'm here to help. It's all good. That's fantastic. So how in the world did you get into wanting to teach not just your own teens, but all teens how to drive, which most people run as far away from that as they possibly can? Yeah. So I kind of fell into the role. It's one of those things where you just weren't looking for it and just kind of fell into your plate. So a little of a background. So I'm a car guy. I've been a car guy my entire life. Uh, I used to own a bunch of different detailing businesses. I used to sell automotive products on live television on QVC for about 10 years. Um, but for the past 15, almost 20 years, I've been a high-speed driving instructor. So I teach people how to drive their race cars and sports cars on a racetrack. And I truly love that. Mm. Um, being a car guy, I was working for a, a really good friend of mine, kind of helping him at the service department at a car dealership. And one of our clients was a driving school. So I struck up a conversation with the gentleman. He was an older guy, you know, looking to retire kind of thing. And I said, you know, I'm a performance driving coach. He says, oh my God. He's like, we're always looking for driving instructors. So we put this whole program together. Long story short, it didn't work out for he and I from a partnership standpoint, but I really found something that I truly love to do mm. is sitting in the passenger seat and teaching teens defensive, responsible driving habits and driving skills. Um, so again, wasn't really looking for it. Um, and then here I am. And then in the state of Pennsylvania, and you have to work for either one or several driving schools for two years before mm. you can own your own. So I put my time in and now here I am, uh, 2021, uh, not only with my own driving school, I've just, uh, during the pandemic, it's been crazy. Um, my business has grown. So wow. I, added, I added another driving coach, another driving vehicle, uh, another driving school car, rather. And uh, we're ready to rock and roll. Bring it on. Thank goodness for people like you that have that calling because <laughs> we need it so desperately. Um, and I'm, I'm guessing, you know, you're, you're feeling safe in a car if you're able to go that speed and teach people how to speed titled race. I just did a race car experience going 167 miles per hour. It was awesome, but Super. I wasn't driving. I would have probably gone like five miles an hour if I had been gotcha. driving. So I, um, I really uh, admire your ability to do that. So 
Thank you. Tell us, and I know you, you've taught your own kids how to drive, right? So yeah. give us some tips, first of all, on how to get our mindset in the right place. And then a little bit on how do we convey and teach our kids? Because you, your goal is to get them to be responsible, safe drivers, which is all of our goals. Correct. How do we do that? So yeah, it's not easy, <laughs> right? So the, 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 the couple of different things I, I, we, we're going to talk about today in regards to helping moms and dads, right? It comes down to having patience. So as parents, we're great at being parents. We're not always great at teaching certain things. For example, if your son or daughter wants to learn how to play a musical instrument, pick up a guitar or a saxophone or whatever, you're, you're not going to try and teach them unless you have that musical background. Um, you bring in a, a coach or an instructor or a tutor or whatever it may be. But the idea is for parents, you guys are going to be doing the bulk of the driving with your own team. Mm -hmm. You hire a, a coach like myself. Yes, if you have you know, deep pockets and I'll spend all your money and we'll do all of the hours and, and lessons. But for the most part, a lot of it is, is with driving with moms and dads. Mm -hmm. So how do we help the moms and dads work with our teens? First things first, once they get their permit, do not put them on the roads. You always, always go to a big, empty, open parking lot. Always. I hear horror stories that I hear through the grapevine that a student went and got their permit and dad was like, yeah, come on, you can drive home. Never drove before. And they totaled the car. So it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. So you start in a parking lot and forget even hitting the gas pedal. Let's go over the basics. Make sure their seat is set properly. Make sure their mirrors are set properly. So we as parents, we know how to set up our seat and how to set up our mirrors try and explain that to your son or your daughter. This is what we do first. Make sure their seatbelt's on. And then go over some, what we call the controls, the turn signals, the lights, the wipers. Make sure they know which pedal is the brake. You'd be surprised. Like, wait, which, which pedal down there is the brake? Yeah. It's the big one in the middle, right? That says brake on it. Um, make sure they know how to, uh, like I said, the, 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 the turn signals. Uh, hit the horn, the four-way flashers. These are some of the very basic things, which, by the way, you have not put the car into drive. It's still mm. in park. So you go over those things because what happens is the adrenaline is pumping, not only from the kid's standpoint, but the parents because they're anxious, a little bit nervous, right? So now you're going to have them, okay, now you're going to put the car into drive. However, do not hit the gas pedal. And you think, oh, so wait a second, how's, how's the car going to go? Well, the transmission, once you put the car into gear, it's going to move. Mm -hmm. New drivers don't know how much pedal pressure they need to mm -hmm. one, put on the brake, and two, put on the gas pedal. Same scenario. Sometimes they get confused. It's all new to them. They don't know how much pedal pressure. So they put the car in a drive, put the thing in the gas. Next thing you know, they're flying backwards. They're going yeah. up the curb. They're hitting a tree. It's horrible. So everything has to slow down. Okay. So let me circle back. Start in a parking lot. Get comfortable with just steering and turning. Some students don't know how to turn properly. Well, how do you turn? Well, moms and dads have to kind of coach them. Okay. So best advice, patience. Mm -hmm. And if it gets too much where you want to strangle them and it's just, it's all this head butting, then take a break and, 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 and try it again at a different time. So patience yeah. is what you have to work on. If you do yoga, right? Breathing, right? Mm -hmm. Right before we, we signed on here, you said take four big giant deep breaths in, 
four big deep giant breaths out, it works. You want to become zen-like and have patience. <laughs> That's what it takes. You say it as though it's easy, but yes, it's going to be hard. And I think, you know, so much of what you're saying is such great, useful tips. I wouldn't even have thought of just not even pressing the gas and just starting in neutral and doing all that um, and getting them comfortable just in the car and possibly us comfortable in the passenger seat. Yep. Um, but I know, you know, you were saying that most of us, you know, we have to bring in someone to teach them, but even when we know how to do stuff, because I know like I've tried to teach my daughter to play guitar and it just parents teaching their kids stuff tends to get very tenuous. Yep. Um, and I know we're pretty much going to have to teach them to drive. So how do we maintain this calmness and this patience and this dynamic that we're not going to be yelling at one another? That's a good question. Um, wow. It's suggestions, um, breathing, mm -hmm. realizing, having the conversation with not only moms and dads, but also the students. So for example, here's how I present it right, to moms and dads. So I show up to the house and I'm the perceived expert, yeah. right? Because they called for the professionals and they didn't pick up the phone, they got stuck with me, right? It's all good there. So I talk to the students and I talk to the moms and dads. And, and this is what I basically say to them, that moms and dads, you look at your kids like you just gave birth to them 16 years ago. And now you're looking at them and now they're, they're, they're mature, they're 16 year olds. So from a student's perspective, they have to understand that that's how moms and dads look at them. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with it, it's just the reality. So what I try and do is put moms and dads' thoughts and their head processes in the students' heads to realize what they're going through. And it's there's anxiety on both ends. Mm -hmm. So most of the time it works out. There's been lots of times where it doesn't work out. I, I could tell you stories all day that literally moms and daughters stop talking. Mm -hmm. They're like, mom, I'm not getting in the car with you. I don't want to talk to you. Same thing with the daughter or the sons. It doesn't matter. There's no, there's no rhyme, not rhyme or reason. There's no exact science. Yeah. It's not that all dads are great at it or all moms are great at it or all sons are better drivers, all daughters are better drivers. There's no exact science. It just comes down to patience and practice and like learning any new skill, the more you do it, the better you become at it, the more comfortable you become at it. And you can't rush this process. You just mm. can't. It's a lot to process because as, a, as a, a teen, you're sitting next to mom and dad as they're driving. What are they doing? They're on the phones, yep, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, you know, Facebook, all that stuff, right? Well, so for example, here's a great idea. So take your, your family, for example, so your daughter, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so 15 now, start prompting her. Say, listen, we're going to go down to the mall. We're going to go do some shopping. When you're sitting next to me, I want you to look, and I mm -hmm. want you to start to observe all the things that I observe and have a conversation. Make it not interesting, but make it, that's uh, the word I'm looking for, not proactive, but something that they can enjoy. Because yeah. when they're a passenger, there's zero pressure. Yeah. Because you're doing all the hard, hard work, you're sitting next to them. But what you can do is you can explain to them, say, listen, see the red traffic light up there? Notice, I just took my foot off the gas and now I'm coasting. 
Mm -hmm. right? You don't want to accelerate to a red light. Or do you happen to know there's a black car behind us? No, I had no idea. Well, check your side view mirror. Do you see the pedestrian all the way in the distance walking the dog? No. Oh, these are some of the things that I, as a driver, look for and I process. So that might be a good suggestion to start them earlier, whether they have their permit or not, as they're in the car, make that time a little bit more valuable. And now they might be perking up, you know what? I didn't really realize how much there is to process because there is a tremendous amount of information that every student has to process. And, and a lot of times when I'm in the car with them, they don't realize it because I'm filling their brain with stuff. What are you looking at? What are the signs telling you? What's the speed limit? How come you're going 45 when the speed limit's 25? What's the color of the car behind you? So it's a lot to process. It's about vision with how much, how far down the road you're looking. Um, the physical part, right? The steering, the turning, acceleration and braking. There's a tremendous amount that goes into driving a vehicle. We as parents, we do it. It's second nature. We get yeah. in, put our belt on, start it up. We're good to go. So maybe that I, yeah, I hadn't even thought, and I'm going to start doing that like today of having her basically driving with me. And there's so much I love about this because I'm all about like the teen brain development and we're creating those connections and strengthening those connections while they're still calm, right? Before they get behind the wheel, which all of a sudden, you know, all the adrenaline goes and our brains get hijacked by like anxiety and emotions. And there's so much to think about and we're going to forget everything. Mm -hmm. But if we've spent the past year building those automatic connections of what you're looking at, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, we just took a huge piece of the puzzle. That's, that's brilliant. Why am I not Yeah, that's, that? that's genius. Just saying, right? It's all good. Oh, great. Um, because we are, we're strengthening that and we're creating it. So it becomes automatic to them before they're behind the wheel. Oh, I love that. Um, I'm also having my sister teach her because I know I'm going to be late, but I think this is, this is so great. So when we get to the point, what if we're, what if we're one of these parents and we're like, oh my God, my teen is just not a good driver. Um, and I know a lot of us are, are fear of that, or they have really, difficulty. I know my daughter has ADHD. And so paying attention can be a challenge. Do you have any suggestions for us if we're just struggling with some of the some of the skills or being able to pay attention? Yeah, so a couple of things. So one, I'm, I am trained to teach and coach students with learning challenges. Mm. So ADD, ADHD, extreme anxiety, high nervousness. Um, so so that's that's one thing that, that I'm trained in. Um, so how can we relay that to our students? So let's just say you've got a student that, um, you know, has ADD and they just can't focus. And maybe you're not quite sure about medication. And, and let me just say this, I am not a doctor, mm -hmm. right? However, I have seen situations where students have been uh, diagnosed with, with learning challenge and they start the medication and they get behind the wheel. They are a different person. Mm. They're calm. They're focused. I can have a conversation mm. with them. They can process things. And again, I'm not advocating, you know, drugs, but I am saying I've seen it. I've witnessed it. Mm -hmm. It does work. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Number two, if they're on medication to help them keep them on it, mm. because the last thing you want to do, if that, if that process is working, 
and it's keeping them focused. And now it's the weekend, like, ah, it's the weekend, you know, they don't take the medication on the weekend. And then you go to put them in the car, you're looking for trouble, you're looking for disaster. Mm -hmm. So if they're already in that program, keep it going, okay? Um, one of the things um, that we didn't talk about yet is, is how to specifically teach your team specific verbiage. So for example, mm -hmm. I've created a series of videos, right? It's called the Parents Survival Guide for New Teen Drivers. And it's just like what we're doing here. It's one-on-one -on -one conversation. It's me talking to moms and dads, and it's giving you specific tricks and tips on how to help your own teams to drive. The last thing you want to do is, is be headbutting because yeah. it's not fun for anybody. And then the next thing you know, it, it's just not, well, come on, let's go for a drive. Yeah, well, last time I was crying for three hours, you know, where I wanted to rip your neck off, you know, whether that's the teen or the parent doesn't make it go either way. Um, <laughs> Both ways. So, so I, I have that, that, that it's available as well. Um, Look, at the end of the day, you know your teens better than anybody because mm -hmm. you're living with them and you've raised them, obviously. If you're in an, uh, an area that I don't serve, uh, which is, I think we're at a national uh, broadcast here, when you go to find a driving school, ask them, have you worked with students with learning challenges? Mm -hmm. See what they say. Um, there is a, a, a nationwide program that is out there for specific for, or, or spe specifically for driving schools and driving instructors and coaches um, that can help that, that trains them to ultimately help train the student with those learning challenges. So it's important to make sure that whoever you do hire, um, one, you're always going to check reviews, right? Make yeah. sure reviews are, are, are high not just, oh, everything was great. You want, you want great glowing reviews. Um, with my company, I wanted to be uh, diversified. So I brought on a female driving coach. Mm -hmm. So you might have students that the moms or dads like, you know what? They only feel comfortable with a male instructor or they only feel comfortable with a female instructor. At the end of the day, you want your team to be comfortable mm -hmm. because if you think about it, the whole thing's bizarre, right? And I kind of joke about it. So you imagine you have a strange man coming to pick up your daughter to go on a strange car in a strange drive. And oh, by the way, we're wearing masks, right? So the whole thing is bizarre. Yeah. Right? And on the same token, I joke about it. Well, think about my perspective as a driving coach. I'm coming to pick up a teenager who one, I don't know. Two, they don't know how to drive and they're driving my car, right? So, so the whole thing is bizarre, right? And also the, 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 the last piece is, whatever driving school that you do go with, make sure that they are licensed, mm -hmm. um, they're insured, and that the vehicle that they're driving does have the instructor's brake on the passenger side floor. I also call that the lifesaver. Yeah. Right, so it's all good there. Great, great tips. And so parents, first of all, video, how do we find that? Because I need to watch it. Yeah, so I'm on Facebook. So Safe Driving Coach, you look me up on Facebook. I also have my website which is safedrivingcoach.com. Um, and I've got um, uh, parent videos. I've got lessons where you can teach them in a parking lot, teach them how to drive on the highway, um, parallel parking. So we've got drone videos that we've created to show exactly how to parallel park. So I've always, no matter what business I've been in, I've always been an entrepreneur my whole career. I've always separated myself from the competition because you're going to have competition. You know, you drive mm -hmm. down the street, you know, you got um, three different banks on three different corners. You got, you know, four different drugstores in every corner. You're always going to have competition. But I set myself apart. 
And the idea is, you know, with trying to help not only the parents, um, help the, the grandparents, aunts, uncles, whoever may be helping the students. It's not about passing the driver's test. The test is easy. It mm -hmm. honestly, it is. It's a joke. Um, with COVID, the examiners don't even get into the car. It's a whole nother story. I won't bore you with that. However, it's not about the test. It's about being three things, a safe, aware, responsible driver. Mm -hmm. And it does not happen overnight. It takes hours of practice. Mm -hmm. And the last thing you want to do is take your son or your daughter to the test. And you're thinking, well, yeah, they'll be okay. They'll pass the test. And yeah, they'll be fine. No. Here's the question you want to ask yourself, moms and dads. And this question I ask all the time to, to the students and the parents. For example, Johnny's going for his license tomorrow. This is the question I want you to ask yourself. Do you think he's ready to be driving on the roads by himself? Mm -hmm. And it's a very simple, in my opinion, a simple yes or no answer. If you hesitate, well, you know, he's good locally, but he might need then that's, that's the answer. You don't want to hesitate. So yeah. when my, both of my daughters went for their test uh, two, uh, you know, two years apart, I asked my wife the same question. I already knew the answer. I asked her the same question. Babe, we're going for the test today. Do you think she's ready for her license? Without hesitation, she says yes. Mm -hmm. Both my daughters logged over 100 hours each of driving wow. before their test. Not just because I own a driving school and not just because I'm a driving coach, because one, we wanted them to drive, they wanted to drive, and basically wherever we went, they drove highway, city, local, uh, back roads, uh, at night, in the rain, any situation that they're gonna experience, we experienced with them. So we knew when the day came uh, for them to get their driver's license, they were as prepared as they could be. Now, let me say this also, you never know. Mm -hmm. You can get in the car, you could be the safest, most aware, most defensive, most responsible driver. It takes one, what I call nitwit knucklehead driver to ruin it all. Yeah. So you always have to be that defensive driver to always expect the unexpected. And that's the message that I say, expect the unexpected. You just don't know what can happen. It can happen at any moment. Mm, that's so, so important. And are there Scott, are there any kind of signs or things to look for to say, you, you know, like, here's some skills that can indicate they're getting it? Like, are there any kind of key things that you're like, make sure they know how to do this really well? Well, is there, is there one thing specific? No, it's a lot of things. Mm -hmm. What I find as a coach is to ask a lot of questions. We as parents, we like to tell them what to do. Didn't you see the traffic light? What was wrong? Didn't you see the stop sign? What's wrong with you? Right? That's telling them. As a coach, you ask questions. What are the signs telling you? How far down the road are you looking? And you want to be specific with your question because you want specific answers. Well, mom, I'm looking all the way down the road. I'm looking down there. I know what I'm doing. Right? That's not the answer. What are you looking at specifically? What's the color of the car behind you? Most new drivers don't even look in the rearview mirror. Yeah. But by asking these questions, it, it helps you determine one, what they're seeing, how far down the road they're looking and what they're processing. And then the best question is, what else? Because now that new driver is thinking, well, what, what else am I missing? Like what else is out there? 
And again, all of these things have to be said in a calm, soothing voice. Not, all right, what do we see out there? What's, what, what's, what's the sign? What are you doing? Are you going too fast? Right? And, and a great question and a timing standpoint. So for example, you're driving down the road with, with, with your teen driver and the speed limit sign just passes you. And then you ask them, okay, what's the speed limit? Mm. And they're like, um, I'm not sure, 35? So what that tells you is they didn't see the sign, mm -hmm. right? Which again, is all normal. Mm -hmm. So don't think that they're doing things wrong on purpose. They're doing them wrong because they just don't know. And how do you mm -hmm. learn a new skill? You got to make mistakes, right? So I'm okay with my students making mistakes because that's how they learn. And again, I have a break on my side because I don't make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> how do we get one of those installed in our own cars? Um, this is this is such such great information, and I think so much of what I teach you, you've just said, but with with cars, which I think just adds this whole other level of just fear factor, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it's so important to um, allow them to figure it out and. Asking them the question, I think, is so powerful because you're not assuming they don't know, which automatically puts them on the defense. Correct. You're actually assuming they do know, and you're just kind of like casually asking to get that information, which empowers them and doesn't put them on that. So I love that angle and that that format. So that's that's fantastic. This has been so helpful. I'm actually feeling better. I'm going to go watch your videos, though, and awesome. see up. And we're going to start right today having her call out what she sees and like speed limits and stop all that stuff. I think that's fantastic and have her basically actively passively driving. Yeah. Um, and, and the idea is so, so, so very specifically is, you know, what's the speed limit sign say mm -hmm. 35. Okay. So now she's driving next to you and you're like, okay, great. Why are you going 25? So new drivers can't sense speed. They just yeah. don't. So I know we're kind of wrapping up here. I, I want to give you a couple of great tips and tidbits, okay? So tell me what every kid at some point in their life loves to do. I don't know. My kids and me go go-karting. You're thinking go-karting, that's a lot of fun, right? Mm -hmm. How can I help you with driving? Here's the deal. With go-karting, first of all, you're literally sitting on the ground. You can't get any closer to the ground. What does that do? It forces your eyes up with a go-kart. And whether you're indoor or outdoors, it doesn't matter. we got the nicer weather coming here. Hopefully you get some outdoor time. But what that does is it forces your eyes to keep moving. Because again, some of the skills and some of the, 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 the tricks that we teach or we coach is where you look is where you go. Your mm. hands will follow mm. your eyes. So take them go-karting when they're 14, 15. And, and have them start to get that skill process down. The braking and the acceleration, that, that, that'll come in time, it's vision, mm. right? So where you look is where you go. Um, and then patience, that's, that's the biggest thing, it's just patience. Patience and where you look is where you go. This is, exactly. oh, such good, good stuff, such great stuff. So again, they can find you at where? So it's safedrivingcoach.com, pretty simple. Um, yep. it's not the Todd's driving school. And, and I thought a lot about the name of the company because I went again, separating myself from everybody else. Those three words exactly describe what we do. Yep. We coach safe driving. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty simple, right? And, Straightforward. So that's what we need. So, so safe driving coach.com. 
um, on, on, on the, uh, on the internet. I'm also on Instagram, safe driving coach. I'm on Facebook, safe driving coach. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. I'm really good about getting back to people. Um, look at the end of the day, <clears throat> this is not a job for me. I coach from the heart because mm. I'm driving the same roads my students are driving on. So is my wife and my two daughters. So yeah. again, three things, safe, aware, responsible drivers. This is great. And I'm going to put you on speed dial in a few months. So awesome. <laughs> thank you so much, Scott. I really, really appreciate Todd. Why did I just call you Scott? That's thank okay. So I've been called worse. It's no big deal. Thank you so much. I loved having you and this was so helpful. And thank you parents for jumping on and joining us. And if you found these tips helpful, which I know I did, share them with your other friends that also have teen drivers. Spread the word. Yes. And that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today on Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. Make sure to visit my website, www.askdrcam.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show again. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, and hey, why not share it with a friend too? Be sure to tune in to my next episode. And remember, parenting teens may not be easy, but with my help, it can be a whole lot easier than this.